This is the Megacon Experience, a collection of sermons from our global conference held in Benin City, Nigeria. We hope you're blessed by these messages. Shall we pray? Father, thank you. We're here again in your name. I'm asking God you will make my tongue a pen of a ready writer and pour grace upon my lips that the hearers of this word might be blessed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. I'll be looking at focus on Christ to discover and fulfill purpose. Life is not hocus pocus, but focus. That is what the combined authors of the power of focus said. And they are Jack Canfield, Mark Victor, and Les Hewitt. And somebody said that focus is an intentional blindness to others after you have identified your object and all subject of your focus. Focus increases effectiveness and efficiency. Most movers and shakers of the world are men of one thing. And somebody said that Jack of all trades is the master of none. Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, I count not myself to have comprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. That scripture attempts to describe focus. Focus, we were told last night by our bishop, that is the reason of our creation and the reason of our existence. That means it is purpose before creation. It means that every man must discover his purpose from his maker through the manual. That is why the Bible says in Psalm 40 verse 7, then said I lo, I come in the volume of the book as it is written of me. In other words, man must consult his maker through the manual, which is the book, the word of God. Purpose is discovered by inquiry from God and even man through a complex of concentrated activities, especially prayer of inquiry. In Acts chapter 9, verse 6, the Bible says, And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. In case you came to this conference and you are just wandering in life, you have not identified the purpose of your creation. 
May God give you perfect understanding of your purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right. Today, I want to look at subjecting your purpose, plans, and programs to the text of motive. Subjecting your purpose, plans, and programs to the text of motive. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I've refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 25, verse 2, the Bible says, And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. Hallelujah. I begin by looking at motivation. Motivation means to arouse. It means to induce. It means to propel, to compare, to push. It means the why of our actions and our activities. Motivation converts latent energy to potent energy. We have what I call potential and kinetic energy. That means energy in you and energy in use. I found out that many people in church have dormant energy. They are not using their graces and gifts because of lack of motivation or wrong motivation altogether. And I believe in God that from today, God will help us to steer up the gifts and gifts and graces in our lives. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, the Bible says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and unto good works. You see, if all the talents, all the gifts and graces inherent in us are thoroughly steered and deployed, our churches will be better. So one of the things we must do, the Bible encourages, is to help one another, to sell, to provoke one another unto love and good works. That is motivation. But I must let you know this. Whether somebody encourages or not, encourage yourself. Because until you are personally, properly motivated, poor performance continues. If you are waiting for somebody to encourage you in life, you may not accomplish your purpose in life. So encourage yourself. Because in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30, we're told of the talents that we're giving to different servants because we are going to account for our talents. So don't allow any man to make you to waste your, your giving talent because one day you will stand before your maker and give account of how you have used your talent. But I pray for you, you will not be ashamed on that day in Jesus' name. Now, motivation is from the Latin word mover. And this word has two English meanings. And they are motives and movements. Motive is invisible, but movement is visible. Motive 
is the intent. Why movement are the actions. God sees and judges motives. But man and men, of course, judge movements. God rewards motives, but man rewards movements, actions, and results. It is important for me to let you know from this word of God that bad motives cancel good actions. Motive is a heart condition, but movement is a hand condition. I repeat that. Wrong motives cancels good movement. Man promotes some results that God has rejected. Some people that men have promoted today have been demoted and terminated by God. You remember Moses? God told him to speak to the rock. But he said he hit the rock twice. The water came out. People were celebrating him. People were applauding him. But God had taught, terminated his appointment. He tried to beg God. God said, don't talk to me about this matter. Yet, people were applauding him. That was a man that was, that was promoted. That was a man that was, that was being honored. But his ministry had terminated. I pray that will not be your case in Jesus' name. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13 to to 15, the Bible says, our works shall be tried. Our works shall be tried. The acid test for motives, as I conclude. How do we know the motive that we hit God's mark, God's design, God's reward, God's blessing? Two things. We are sharing our focus on Christ to discover and fulfill our purpose. Two things. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, Jesus, I mean, Apostle Paul was right, he said, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus joy that if one died for all, then we're all dead. The acid text for, for the motive that God will approve and reward is love for God and love for man. Any activity that does not pass the genuine love for God and a genuine love for man does not be God's target. Hallelujah. So if you focus on Christ, you will see his motivation for his purpose on earth. Jesus loves the Father. The Bible says in, in John chapter 15, verse, John 14, verse 15, he said, if you love me, keep my commandment. Jesus loved his father. And the Bible says, being found in fraction like a man, he obeyed God. He obeyed, 
he obeyed unto death. So he loved his father to the point of dying for his love for the father. Two, he said he loved man to the point that he laid his life down for man. In First John chapter chapter three, verse fifteen, he said, "Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren." Jesus loved us enough to lay down his life for us. He loved the Father enough to go to the cross. So the text for motive that will be rewarded is genuine love for God and genuine love for man. Remember, when Jesus Christ saw the enormity of of what he was to go through, the, 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 the arrest, the beating, the crucifixion, how he was going to die, how he will be suspended between heaven, heaven and earth. He cried, my father, my father, if it's possible, let this come pass from me. Say, nevertheless, but not as I will, but I will be done. People of God, as I conclude this morning, you must x-ray one more time your motivation. What is moving you to dance the way you dance? What is moving you to sing the way you are singing? What is moving you to give the seed that you gave? What is moving you to make that transfer? What is moving you to reject that transfer? What is your motivation? What is the reason behind what you are doing? Answer this question as I leave you today. Listen to this. Is your pursuit an ambition or a vision? Is it for self-exhortation, which is an ambition, or is from God to help man? A vision is an assignment from God to men. Ambition is what is meant for your own personal gain and the rest. Are you led by God or you are led by God? But hear this, vision is funded by God. Ambition will be funded by yourself. Hallelujah. Please, it is very, very important. Because we are on our way to spend eternity with Christ. It's not him that approves himself. Not even him that is approved by men, but him that God approves. Very soon we are going to stand before the master to give account of how we have labored. Purpose is one thing. The pursuit is another. And the activities that 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 I bow the pursuit of our purpose is much more another. Are you led by God or you are led by your desire to be known? Let me say this. <laughs> Motive is not only a matter arising, it's a matter to be adjoined. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Megacon Experience. Connect with us on social media at CGMI Global on Facebook and Instagram.